This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to the G Podcast. Every week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from Tanya B. Will you stop moving, man? Put the mic, put the mic down. <laughs> <laughs> Just put it down. Let me tell y'all, I'm gonna explain to y'all something. When I start, every time I start the show, he picked the mic up. He starts, he starts adjusting his mic. Tanya B, can you tell him something? <laughs> At the next meeting. That should, that, should um, be, that should be the ritual. <laughs> <laughs> no I mean, it's gonna be a good show. That's Lay it on the awful and call us your board number two. All, <laughs> all right, you can check us out on Amazon. Also, uh, we're we're newly on Amazon. Uh, if you have an Echo Smart device, all you have to do is say Alexa, play. This is the G Podcast. I'm your host Tommy B. Vi, as you as you all know, Vi is in the building. He is definitely in the building. Uh, Tanya B, you're in the building. Got to say what's up. What's hey, up? hey, hey. What's hey, happening? What's happening, Tanya B? <laughs> I am here. She is here. And, and, and you know, we, we have a special guest and, and we do this show. And I, I need, hang on, hang on. I need to do something. Here we go. She probably can't hear that. <laughs> but I'm going to have to do just a little something, something <laughs> for Dicey, who's in the, build, in the building. Here we go. Hang on. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> For the Houstonian. Got to say what's <laughs> up to uh, Dicey Grinner is in the building. We do our annual um, Halloween show every every year. And how, how many years has it been? Dicey, how many, how many years I, have you been doing this? I think this is the third. Yeah, this is the and third one. It's great to see you this time. I can see your face this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah Vi and I come up on camera. And so yeah. I know what I'm talking about when Vi starts reaching for a mic. I know. I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I ain't guessing. So, but but let me let me tell y'all, because not everybody, a lot of folks are new to the G podcast. Um, and we started, when I started with Dicey, we did this as um, under the GP3 podcast. But she's an author. I'm going to turn her music down just a little bit there. But she is an author. Um, the Narcoleptic Vampire series is, is when... I initially met and saw uh, Dicey doing her thing, um, which is a, a of course, it's a, it's a vampire series. And this year I saw you you doing something called Slay. It's like a an oh. anthology that you, you're a part of this year. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. Slay is a, it's it's a, an anthology put out by Mocha Memoirs Press. And there are 29 of us, 29 authors who wrote about black vampires and you know i've been writing about vampires since oh i I published the first one in 2011 Mm -hmm. so i've been writing about vampires forever and when i'm this was posed to me i was like oh absolutely so it's not the story that i wrote it's a short story it's um it's called diary of a mad black vampire it's not affiliated with the narcoleptic vampire or any of my other books Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it is it was still fun because i love vampires and i'm always talking about vampires no matter what so it was a fun story it's been getting pretty good reviews so Mm -hmm. the the anthology itself came out october 13th slay the stories of a vampire noir i believe is the the full title very cool very cool and and these aren't like twilight kind of vampires 
You know, I don't think so. Glamoring or glittering in this, but I will say yeah. that there's no sparkle. But, you know, we've said before that I, I that's not that bad to me in Twilight. You know, it's, it's it become it has become a punchline, but yeah, I still yeah. don't think Twilight was that bad. OK, cool, cool. And also, <laughs> uh, you know, you're you're a co-host on the Sex and Horror podcast. And with COVID and everything this year, one one quick question, because you also were doing the conventions you did, uh, like the Comic Con type conventions, and you mm-hmm. were big into because with the Sex and Horror podcast, you guys talk to adult film people. Uh, are yes. they are they doing the the adult film conventions like they normally do every every year I with don't COVID? Think- I don't think anybody's been doing conventions at all. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I can see. So the, a lot of the sex workers are back working, mm-hmm. uh, as long as they're keeping up with their testing, uh, in addition to their, their STD testing, they have the COVID testing, but I think they're back working. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't think there's been any, no comic cons, no porn cons, no, not, uh, big, uh, concerts, none of that. So with the porn work, with the uh, sex workers, as we should say, mm-hmm. um, yeah. it is is just the added level of what they do, the COVID testing. No other changes mm-hmm. to what they normally do. Have they made any other? Had to make any other changes? You know, um, I don't know because I haven't uh, talked to any of them recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is just based on like their public posts that they've they've made. Yeah. So I haven't had any of the sex workers as guests within the last. Not during this pandemic. I've, we've had a lot of authors and some filmmakers and, and stuff like that, but I haven't had any any more porn guests lately to ask them exactly what's going on. Mm-hmm. I just see them talking about, you know, they're just their public posts. So I don't know if they have anything more than that. Cool. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, what we normally do, we bring Dicey on because we're we're about a week, uh, a little bit under a week right now. We take the podcast on Sunday. Next uh, Saturday, this upcoming Saturday is actually Halloween. And and Dicey comes on as a as a public service to to let you all know <laughs> her best. I come on because I love it because I like talking about what we're talking about. Oh, and you're man. you're a great host. Yeah, we we have a great time talking about your top ten. And and every mm-hmm. year you kind of give a a top ten uh, recommendation for folks to to check out uh, when it comes down to to horror. So mm-hmm. let, let's go ahead and, and I'm, I'm going to give you just a little bit of your theme, you know, the theme music before we get rolling. <laughs> yeah. Look, you know, I, I could have chopped and screwed it for, for my Houston folks, but, you know, not yeah, everybody would it, get that. I never got any screws. So this is fine. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> All right. So so it's the it's the, you know, Dicey Grinner. To, oh, oh, you know what I didn't do? And I, I, I meant to do this before we got started. Congratulations. You got a teenager in the house. I, saw. I do. I do. It's, it's, and she's just over the moon about it. Yeah. And I'm trying to look at it as, you know, treating her more. I mean, I've always kind of, she's been independent a lot, but I mean, treating her as not just saying you do this, you do this, you know, but yeah. being more like you're really a young lady and making sure that, that she makes a lot of her own decisions for herself. There you now. go. Happy birthday to your daughter. Cause I, I Thank Di- you. Dicey, Dicey hit me with a text yesterday. Thought the show was like on, on Saturday, you know, <laughs> like when y'all get, I y'all get started, <laughs> I'm like Dicey is Saturday. So we don't take till Sunday. All right. So, all right. With I that, had to rush in again today too. <laughs> oh Lord. There you go. Hey, so with that said, let's get into your top 10. Um, you know, I'm excited about your top 10, uh, this year because, you know, it, it, there seems to be a lot out, uh, 
not not because of, you know, the fact that we're not in theaters, but there's a lot of digital content out. So I'm I'm, I'm mm-hmm. curious as to what you what you put in your top 10 related to that. So let's start with uh, your top 10. Number 10. OK. You know, it's interesting that you said there's not a lot, um, you know, in the theater, there's not a lot out. And so it's kind of there were so many that were anticipated for this year. And I'm talking about A Quiet Place, too, because I loved the first Quiet Place. Candyman was supposed to come out. Mm-hmm. Saw with Chris Rock. So there were a lot of them that were coming out that were anticipated. And I know they would have made my list. And unfortunately, they didn't. They've been pushed back. So a lot more went to streaming. And I've been keeping up with streaming. But what I normally would watch in the theater, I didn't have an opportunity to this year. So this list is probably going to look a lot different than it normally would. That's cool. And then uh, so we're talking about movies. But then there's some that probably were TV shows that should have been on the list, you know, because of the type of what we've been able to watch this year. But uh, I know we talked about Train to Busan before. Mm-hmm. Well, the second Train to Busan came out, Train to Busan presents Peninsula. Wow. And that is definitely on my list. Wow. Train to Busan Train to Bus- was great. Surprisingly yes. good. So It was outstanding. Mm-hmm. And so there is a part two called Peninsula. And I'll be honest, they really did not need to throw the Train to Busan on it. Uh, I know Train to Busan was so great that it's good to have that name recognition because mm-hmm. you then you're bringing all of the the fans from the first one to watch this. It's like a built in audience. So mm-hmm. that's great. Mm-hmm. But uh, it seemed like this movie is great by itself. But the, the the main criticism is constantly that it's not as good as Train to Busan. It's not Train to Busan. I mean, you know, it's like yeah. they're constantly doing the comparison. Whereas if you just saw this movie and knew that it was called Peninsula and it had nothing to do with Train to Busan, which it it, it kind of you could watch it. It's independent of Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. Then there would, you wouldn't have this this criticism because it's, it's still a good movie. Yeah. It's great. It's another South Korean gem. And what makes these great is that the zombies are fast. Oof. They are terrifying because they they are moving fast and the transformations are quick. They are scary. Yeah. I mean, and um, like on the train, it, if I recall, they were leaping over each other to get yes. to the exits and entrances, you know? Yes. Wow. And they are coming. They are moving fast. They're coming from everywhere. We pretty much have um, mostly new characters mm-hmm. and... Uh, and you and you know why because nobody really made it out before. <laughs> made it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. uh, so we have new characters, but um, th- but they were they can't they were part of the they were supposedly part of the first one. Even though we don't know them from the first one, gotcha. they were in that setting, and then they went back to that area to go get to procure, procure something for someone uh, monetary. And um, I would never have gone back. Just me personally, I would never oh. have gone back to oh, it. Yeah. I escaped the first time. Mm. I'm not going back. Yeah. And they did. And but you know, it's it's survival mode, so it's it's a great movie. Okay, that's number ten. Okay, what you got? What you got next? Number nine. Well, you know what? These are no in no particular order okay. of favorites. Okay. I'll put that's, it that way. That's cool. That's cool. What you got next? Okay, Alive. Alive is another zombie one. It's another South Korean one. It came on Netflix. Fast zombies again, and basically you spend one part of the movie with just one guy, and he you he is going through the gamut of emotions by himself. Mm-hmm. He is in one setting, and he's having to deal with the fact that he might be a lone survivor. And so, you know, 
uh, you can imagine he goes through depression, you yeah. know, yeah, and and then um, then you discover that there's somebody else, and there it's the survival mode and the what would you do part of zombie films that that I love, and mm-hmm. that's in this one too. It is it is another gem, another South Korean gem. Hey, you know what? And that's on Netflix. I know uh, that's a yes. Netflix original. And and again, it's hashtag alive. OK, hashtag alive. Yeah. And it is mm-hmm. South Korean and, and it's in, you know, the Korean language. Um, but have you been impressed with Netflix? You know, the offerings this year? I'm I'm usually always impressed with Netflix. Mm-hmm. I I've been a uh, I've been a customer for many 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 years back when we had DVDs, mm-hmm. and so I can't say that I've um, not enjoyed what I've watched. There are some things that I probably wouldn't have watched if I had some other things. Though. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. Uh, I I don't have anything bad to say about Netflix. That's cool. That's cool. What you got next? We summon the darkness. Now mm. this is technically a 2019 movie, but I I didn't watch it until this year, and I don't know if it just got to Netflix this year or if I just heard about it this year. But We summon the darkness is I think is new to Netflix is probably the main thing. Yeah, but you got these is. three these three deadly chicks in there. And it kind of goes in a different way than you expect. And I usually like a good twist, even though you can kind of see it coming. There's ritualism involved, but the ritualism is not quite what you think, because there's some religious fanaticism going on. Mm -hmm. Johnny Knoxville is in it. The um, the the I'm trying to tread that that thin line between (laughs) spoiling, but making it intriguing enough as you watch. Understood. It just it's something different than than you expect. So I liked it. Well, I saw it, too, and, and I totally agree yeah. with you, because if you give too much, you ruin the yeah. movie at the beginning. Right, you ruin right. the movie. So, But but give give the name of it again and, and just let people judge for themselves. Give me the name one more time. We Summon okay. the Darkness, is that it? We Summon the Darkness. Okay. Yeah, but definitely I've seen it, too. So definitely mm-hmm. it's, it's worth a watch, and, and it, it's very different from what you think it is mm-hmm. in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. What you got next? Antebella makes my list. Ooh, that's one I have not seen. That's with uh, mm-hmm. Janelle Monae. Um, that's right. So what do you think? Antebella makes my list because uh, it, there's there's such a red heron in this that I think is good. Hmm. I watched this one with my daughter. And so discussing it with her was a special treat because the twist in this one I figured out because I know the context Hmm. So if you don't know that what's going on in real life, what's going on in this movie really goes on in real life, then you won't know it. You won't understand it. You won't see it coming. Hmm. This one is getting this one has getting is getting mixed reviews from what I can tell you either love it or hate it. Yeah, Uh, it starts out. It looks like it's one thing. It goes in a different direction and then it ends up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And the fact that it's such a mind fuck, though. That's what I like. Yeah. That's the thing that makes this something that's good to watch because it's it's worth talking about. Like even after you're watching the, 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 the thought process and thinking about it and thinking through, what did I just see? What are they what is really going on here? I think is what makes this a good movie. OK, uh, it's the, it's not told in. Uh, I, don't, I don't I think that might be a spoiler, but it's not. It, it's it's the twist is what sets it apart, I think. And when you realize the um the cro- the cro- it's not chronological it's mm. it's not told in linear fashion mm-hmm. 
Uh, that's part of the magic, okay. the magic of this movie. I've held off on yeah. it because I, I just didn't know if I could deal with a, another slave movie. But um, because, I mean, I, I heard about some of the scenes, but, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I think I am going to check it out this season. I'll check mm-hmm. it out before before November. I, I will get it. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. And I and I get that. I, I understand the because I when I looked at the previews and I was like, if this is a slave movie, I don't know watching this. I don't want to see any, any slave movies, to be honest. That's where I am with that. Yeah. Uh, that's why I deal with vampires and stuff all the time. But uh, this is like slavery. Uh, this is like historical slavery versus modern day slavery. Hmm. And then not. <laughs> Damn. All right, I'm gonna check it out this week. I'm gonna check it out. Okay, I'd, okay. I'd love to know what you think about Antebellum. I definitely will. I'll let you know. What you got next? Okay, Underwater. Underwater was with Kirsten Stewart. That's another. That's the chick from Twilight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. It's a hero movie, and I I had a early this year, which feels like a decade ago now, but it was in February, I think. I had January or February, I think February. But I got a, um, I went to a free movie screening offered by the Houston Horror Film Festival. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was so pleased with it. It's, it's, um, it's, it's an underwater horror. I mean, his name underwater, but I mean, it's like in the water. And so all the sea creatures and monsters you think of, Mm. Once you think, you know, they're so bad. And then when you think you've seen the worst one, there's something worse. Wow. But the heroism involved in this, the self-sacrifice, the the um, the selflessness on top of the the uh, the the suspense Mm. is what really sells this one for me. Uh, It was it was a thrill ride. Underwater is really good. How do people find it? What's it on? What platform? Is it in the theater? Well, it ain't. There's nothing in the theaters. But how, how do people find it? <laughs> I have no idea because it was in the theater earlier this year, so it's probably on demand, Amazon, any of those okay, now. It. Yeah, because it was it was real early this year when when I saw it. It's probably paid on, under the paid category. So that's underwater yeah. with uh, Kirsten Stewart. With underwater, I can't say there's anything new. Okay, you know, it's it's like any other type of horror film with the the jump scares and, but it's just underwater. It's creatures of the sea. What you got next? One br. Oh, <laughs> wait a minute. Go one ahead. I, I think I I think I know which one you're talking about. Was it on Netflix? Netflix. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I saw this. Go ahead. Explain it's a, it. Explain. It's a Netflix one, and I think it's listed as 2019, but I think it was new to Netflix this year too. So that's how I ended up watching it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a the horrors of a of apartment community living Ugh. when there's a when there's cultism involved. Ooh. So you got this apartment complex that's supposed to be a utopia. It's it's representative of assimilation and brainwashing. And um, and I think the ending is kind of what really did it when you realize just how prevalent this cultism is, Mm. you know, like it's it's about uh, this this woman who uh, has is looking for to be accepted and all that. And and she goes to this place and it ends up being way more than she bargained for. Way more. (laughs) it freaked me out it freaked well you, you know like what it? because uh you know you never expect you know I, and, and i'll just mention this because i don't want to give the movie away but mm-hmm. it, it has some torture aspects in it 
Mm-hmm. That, yes, yes. That yes, always kind of freaked me out when it comes down, you know, to, you know, especially when you know, when you you don't expect it, you know, mm-hmm. all, all I, I saw the title, you know, I saw the title. I said, okay, you know, mm-hmm. this, this might be like a Pacific Heights where, you know, like from back in the day where somebody, you know, tries to run somebody out of a park, an apartment, but nah. They ain't mm-hmm. trying to run her out. Mm-hmm. They're trying to keep her. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it yeah, at that. Yes. I'm gonna leave it at that. Yes. And yeah. I guess it was it was not what I I don't know what I went into it expecting. Yeah. But it, this wasn't it and it ended up being better than my expectation. So Yeah, but if you're if you don't if you don't uh if you're one not into the torture or gore kind of thing, then I wouldn't I would recommend it. You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What's next? That's fair. What you got? Um uh, well, th- this one probably needs a disclaimer too. Then, <laughs> <laughs> the closer you get the to your top pick, normally it is. But go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> you know I got to have something in there that's a little twisted. Yeah. So this one is one that my daughter wanted to watch. So the babysitter I had never heard of, but she loved that movie, and I was I have been like, no, there is no way I'm going to watch this little teen or kitty i was calling it like kitty horror mm-hmm. so then the second one came out the babysitter killer queen mm-hmm. and so that's because it's 2020 that's the one i'm going to put on the list but we watched them both back to back so i had to watch the babysitter and then the babysitter killer queen uh there is a two-year difference supposedly um, be, uh, there's a two-year difference from 2017 and 2019 when they were filmed mm-hmm. wow. I'm, I'm sorry when they were actually put out but 2015 is when the first one was filmed so the main character has aged a great deal by the time this one has come out even though it's supposed to be a two-year difference and i'll I'll tell you i saw i saw the first one so i've not seen the second one yet but but was it was was it as good as the was the second is the second as good as the first because i really i wouldn't say it's as good as the first because the first usually has that element of surprise like you don't know what to expect yeah and then you see what what's happening. So with this one, you're expecting the same kind of formula. Cool. And so it, it loses a little bit of the element of surprise, mm-hmm. but it, it's really good. And it's good in what it does. Mm-hmm. And so I love watching all the different ways they kill these people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and so and that and that's where the the uh, warning comes in that this is very violent. This is very gory. This is guts and blood. Mm. And they, they find all sorts of ways to make this as bloody and, and vicious looking as possible, which is the draw for me over the top. It is over the top. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is, uh, this is, is they're sacrificing people for a blood cult here. That's what, that's what's going on in this one. Yeah. And, and so it's, it's good in the gore. But you got to be prepared for it. If you don't know what, if you don't like gore, then you're not going to like this because that's that's the strength of the movie. Okay, Tanya B, we're gonna watch this on on uh, Netflix remote. Uh, you <laughs> can't watch it on Netflix. Netflix party. Tanya, <laughs> okay. you're not with the gore. No, uh, no it's funny. Well, no, when I was younger, I yeah. lived for that. There was this movie that came out in maybe the late seventies called My. My bloody Valentine, oh, and the mm-hmm. one thing I remember was someone's heart was cut out and put into a laundry mat dryer. <laughs> Damn! And somebody <laughs> went to get their clothes and they opened it up, and this heart just fell out. Anything else about the movie? I cannot remember, but I remember that I used to love like Halloween. Hmm. Um, 
there was that part of Night of the Living Dead where they, they pulled the guy's arm off and ate it like it was a chicken leg. Oh, so, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. I used to be down with the gore now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Gotcha. All right, so that's that's the babysitter. And uh, what else you got? You got a few more. Well, you know, I'd also say the, ba- the babysitter is, is comedy, too. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it's got the gore. It's got the gore, but it's funny. You it know lightens what I mean? up. It's, it lightens it's up hilarious. a little bit. It's hilarious. Yep. It yeah. lightens up a little bit. Yep. The Invisible Man. Hmm. Did I saw you see that. that. Yep, I did. The newer, okay. the newer one, yeah, 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 and it was it was it was surprisingly pleasant. Uh, I I with I didn't want to watch this mm-hmm. because, and I don't know if I can say this on your show. No, go for it. <laughs> you know we we rate an E for and just, not for I everyone. Wanna, I want to say that um, the strong white women. Uh, this this propaganda, I feel like it's being pushed all the time in my face constantly. They're mm-hmm. so strong. They're so strong. And so I looked at this as going to be another strong white woman thing. And I was like, ah, I think I'll pass. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I I love watching horror, but I love it when it's more diversified and it's all inclusive and stuff like that. And so if I see something that looks like it's just going to be, you know, white woman strikes, strikes again and saves the day. Then I try to avoid it. And I ended up watching this at the time and I loved it. Yeah, it, it had a really it good. had a mix. It had a mix and and um, you know, a good message in it too. I mean, I was kind of surprised by the twist. Um Yeah. So so it is worth a watch. It is definitely mm-hmm. yeah. I saw this uh, yeah, you got, I think it's on demand yeah, HBO at Showtime. Go ahead, go for it. Mm-hmm. You go into this, you don't know if he's invisible or if he's, you know, what yeah. what's really or if he's dead and he's a ghost. Mm-hmm. And um, and then, you know, you find out. Yep. And she and she and she's a strong white woman. Yeah. <laughs> There's one part where he's uh, somebody somebody says to her, well, what else are you going to do? What choice do you have? Mm-hmm. Well, she showed them. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'll give it away. I'm not going to yeah. give away the ending. But there is a twist. There is a twist. All right, what yeah, you got I next? Have to be right, go conscious ahead. of that. Yep. Go ahead. What you got next? Vampires versus Brooklyn. Oh, you know, go ahead because I'm sorry, the Bronx. Vampires yeah. versus the Bronx. Sorry. I wanted to watch that. I think that's on my binge list. And I, I held off because I didn't know if it was like a like you said, like a teen movie. Uh I held mm-hmm. off for a minute. But go ahead. I'd love to get your thoughts on that. Because it's still it's on my list to watch. But what would you think? Uh, just like you, I didn't want to watch it. I said, this is some old kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, I like I like the 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 riggedy raw stuff. Mm-hmm. But I love the allegory. Uh vampirism uh is gentrification, is basically <laughs> yeah. how this is personified. Yeah. And we got Method Man playing a priest. We got Zoe Saldana, she's um She's there, but she's not. She's an A-lister. She's not necessary for this movie. Like yeah. We really can just rely on the kids to push this. The kids are saving the day. They're saving this community. It's it's supposed to be comedy horror. And no, it's not scary. <laughs> you know, it's, it's not going to be a bunch of blood and guts and all that. But I, I think this is this is good. See? This is a good show. Tanya B. It's a good movie. I mean, Tanya B. There you go. <laughs> that might be one. Well, I've got, before I'm waiting to hear if it's on if it made the list yet because it just came out about 48 hours ago okay what else is next what you got next uh, black hair you uh, asked about black hair or bad hair bad hair bad yes hair. of course yeah, bad, yes of course bad hair. yes is that on your we list watched bad 
care last night. Did it make it? Your top 10 recommendations? Not, it is not in my top 10. It's on my honorable mention list. I wanted to mention it because it came out, but it did not make my list. No. All right. Finish your <laughs> list because I do want to ask you about that one. Finish your list. And and okay. and what we let's 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 talk about that before you head out, you know, because I want to okay. get your thoughts. Go ahead, go for it. Go for your next one. Okay, so that was nine. Mm-hmm. And you know, I always have problem with the tenth because there's so many that could make the list. Yeah. And this is where it gets real tricky. These are the ones that if once I narrow it down, they have to be there. But then, which one, which last one has to be there? And it's so hard. But I'm gonna I'm gonna do another movie, and then can I do my honorable mentions? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Let's okay. do it. Yeah. The last the last one that makes the list is going to be a TV show and that's Lovecraft Country. Mhm. Yep. I was That's because uh there's a lot of other movies that that could be on here. Mm-hmm. Um Bad Hair could be it was between uh Lovecraft Country and The Haunting of Bly Manor because I loved both of those. Mm-hmm. And um Lovecraft Country is just something that people have dissected to death. So I didn't want to spend a whole bunch of time talking about it. And now we've gotten to the phase where the nitpick and everything. And, you know, that's fair. I but I want to see more of this. Lovecraft Country is doing a lot of things, is having a lot of discussions about things that I want to talk about. But then also putting historical horror with horror. Mm -hmm. And so I think it does it, it. It's opening up conversations. So that's the sort of thing I want to see more of. Um, the I think for Lovecraft Country, magic is ours now. Pretty much sums it up, yeah. and that's why I loved all the lo- all the little things, even the nitpicky things that people are upset with. I was here for it all. Yeah, me too. The, the finale, and Vi, Vi, you, that's one Vi watched. Thumbs up, thumbs it. down, Vi. Would you give it thumbs up, thumbs down? Would you? Would thumbs you up. Yep, yep. I was thumbs impressed up. with it. Three thumbs. Yeah. Hey, one one Good. question though. Do you think they're gonna bring it back? Oh yeah, for sure. Okay. Because it was it was being talked about way too much. Like mm-hmm. Watchmen Watchmen was good, mm-hmm. but people didn't talk about it. It wasn't trending every week like Lovecraft Country. I Lovecraft agree. Country got a whole little cult following going. Yes, it does. And Lovecraft, it's something that's Love, being discussed. Yeah, Lovecraft Country was shocking. Yeah. <laughs> say the least. So, <laughs> it was it was it was a beautiful thing to see everybody talking about it and watching it. Yeah. And I want to see more of that uh it, even with the parts that people didn't like. Cool. It still cool. was something it, it's it's what um American Gods could have been. Yeah, yeah, American Gods has three black gods. Yeah. And uh they 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 blew the opportunity yeah. to blow up like this. I agree. I agree with you. I think they missed an opportunity and that's why it ain't coming back. So yeah. Yep. Yep. Hey, so so your honorable mentions and, and let's start with bad here because you know, I have my thoughts about it. You know, Tanya B, have you seen it? I've seen I, I me, mean, I'm not I fell asleep. I'm gonna try to watch it again <laughs> in the next couple of days. Keep it one thousand. It was like so, Vi, did you watch it? Did you watch it, Vi? I did. Okay. I did. All right. So, so give us your thoughts, Dicey. What'd you think? <laughs> What'd you think? Man, a few months ago when I saw the first trailer, I was like, what? Yeah. That, I've got to see that. What? I mean, it's an interesting concept. You yeah. mean this weave, this bad hair, you know, you're going into our hair. Yeah. That is major. The, to To combine that, something that is so... In, into our culture and into who we are and, and put horror with that. I was like, man, what are they going to do with that? I was sold right from the very first trailer. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened. I'm not quite sure where they went with it. You yeah. know, it was all over the place. I mean, yeah. even when the hair started taking over doing bad things, I was like, but this is a ma- a bad man. Why am I upset that this is happening to him? I shouldn't be upset. I'm applauding this hair right now. Yeah. This hair is not doing anything bad. It's taking out the bad guys. It's protecting. Yeah. It is getting revenge. Um, it just, it kind of jumped the ship. But the main thing that bothered me was the the effects, man. These effects uh, were so bad. Yeah, like this was like 1985 bad effects. It was like and, watching uh, Blackula back in the day. <laughs> like, it's yeah, like, it's like the Mark, uh, what, what do you call them? Uh, go ahead, but didn't, they, but didn't they say they do that? On, did it? Didn't they do that on purpose? I think so they, like I think parody, they did a play on. I said. You know, bad yeah. sound effects, bad effects, bad. Yeah. You know, like Hollywood Shuffle. It was Just kind of a play it. on, it was almost like a play on um, black exploitation. In almost, yeah. you know, to my it also, it was kind of a, a horror spoof. Would you say it? Uh, may, I don't know if it was a spoof. Fall into that category? I don't think I they don't wanted it to be a spoof. <laughs> I don't think they well, wanted it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but it was a comedy. It's, it had some comedy it's listed it, so. as horror comedy. So yeah. I was trying to say, well, maybe that was supposed to be the comedy part, the, yeah. the way they did these effects, because um, they could have saved some of the money that they spent on Vanessa Williams, Lynn Waithe, Usher, mm-hmm. Kelly Rowland, MC Light. We didn't need them. We really didn't need them for this movie because the concept itself had me hooked. And I didn't know when any of these people was in, were in it. Yeah. And, and the director played, what, two minutes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess like, put that money <laughs> on the effects. Put that money on making it look good. Yeah, but do you think you said there was a hype? There was a hype about it. But yeah. again, when you see all these people, like, what is Usher doing in a horror movie? What is Light doing in a horror movie? We know what are these people doing in this horror movie? Yeah. And was it maybe just to pull them in because maybe the investors well, had sure. to have some name value to, to get the funding for it? Because you know, there's, there's sure a little was. bit more to this. Well, I think yeah, I think I the director, fun. y'all know the director is what Justin Simeon. He's the guy who did Dear White People. Okay, mm-hmm. so he has a there connection. were a lot of those actors too. Yeah, he has a connection with the the leading the lead character. Um, <laughs> he had a connect. He has a connection with um, Lena Waite. I mean, they know a lot mm-hmm. of them know each other. So it's almost yeah. it's almost like like when when what's his name does a movie. Uh, uh, Adam Sadler. He brings all mm-hmm. the people he knows his buddies in on the movie. So I think it may have been part of that too. I mean, they just probably knew each other and shit. I mean, what, what is, what is, uh, what's his name? Blair Underwood ain't doing nothing. They, they, they probably just shot, <laughs> shot him a text and say, Hey bro, uh, we shooting a movie tomorrow morning. Can you come? Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. And that was it. Well, only then charge them a whole lot of money. <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to mention this movie though, because yeah. it is yeah. something that, you know, a good effort. Yeah. And I do I want agree. people to watch it. I do yeah. want more of these, you know, I so I, I try not to be too harsh about yeah. something like this because I want more of it. And that's kind of what bothers me about Lovecraft Country, the nitpicky part, because mm-hmm. you all are going to make it where we don't have these. You yeah. know, we want you the way everybody showed up for Black Panther. Yeah. We need people to show up for these type of films so they'll keep continue to be made everything may not be a blockbuster hit it may not be like wow that's the most amazing thing but creators need to keep pushing and keep putting them out and they need to be encouraged to keep doing it and i love that we're having the candy mans and Mm -hmm. you know chris rock coming in saw and stuff like that and i want the people i want us to continue to do it so Mm -hmm. i don't want to be too harsh on bad hair that's just me no no and and i'm not being harsh on it actually i recommend it it's my recommendation. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, um, I, I recommend it. And 
it does deserve the support, not just because it's a black horror flick. It is a, it is probably one of the best. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'm going to say this. I don't want to spend too much time on it. The, the Bloomhouse TV stuff is, is disappointing. The, the, the stuff mm. that's on Hulu. Uh, and you know, Bloomhouse has done some big movies, but the, the TV stuff, the TV horror stuff is kind of garbage, mm-hmm. you know? So, so this one is much better than most of what you see on Hulu. You know, like the underlying stuff, um, mm-hmm. you know, on their Bloomhouse. Because Bloomhouse, if y'all don't know, you know Bloom. Jason uh, Bloom, you yeah, know, Jason I love, Bloom. yeah. I, I typically love his stuff, yeah. But the TV stuff is kind of, eh. This is better than most of that TV horror stuff they're dropping on Hulu. It's mm-hmm. it's it's the top echelon. It deserves a watch. I'll leave it at that. Mm-hmm. What else yeah, you got? Yeah, you, got any, you got anything else? I don't want to keep you too long. And uh, and I know, t- you know, um you know, it's the day after the birthday, so you're still celebrating. Celebrates <laughs> <laughs> on Friday, yeah. The Haunting of Bly Manor. Uh, yeah. It's a. It, it appears to be a ghost. So if you watch The Haunting of Hill House, this is supposed to be the second one. So we got a lot of the same actors like they do with American Horror Story, but it's a different setting. Mm-hmm. Different. Uh, they're playing different characters. Yep. I've I love the kids so much. It is. Um, but uh, Hannah Gross really stole this for me, and uh, it's a. It looks it. It appears to be a ghost story on the surface, but it's really a beautiful love story, and it is. It's so eerie and so suspenseful that it's. It's so. It's so well done, like the Haunting of Hill House. It just does not have the the scary effect that Haunting of Hill House had. Okay, but, I just wish which, it was a movie and not a series. Because I'd yeah, probably this is watch series. it. Mm-hmm. I'd watch it yeah. if it was a movie and not a series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. What else you got? You got any more? You got any more good stuff? I got a couple mm-hmm. uh, just to mention, but, you know, that would have made the list. Mm-hmm. They were uh, Alone is one. Alone is a 2020 movie. Now, there's two. Ver- there's two. Uh, there's one with Tyler Posey. And I'm not talking about that one. I mean, the other one is basically a movie about this this woman who's kidnapped. And the guy who kidnaps kidnaps her is so creepy and then he's so sexy and then he's so creepy <laughs> he goes from i mean I, I, he is all over the place but for the most part he is creepy and he is not like um Massimo from 365 Days. I know that movie where he kidnaps yeah. her and gives her 365 days to fall in love oh, with him. I saw it not on Netflix. That though. I saw the I saw the uh, <laughs> promos for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not that level of sexy. I don't mean that, but I mean it's just in terms of his his <laughs> his eeriness. Hmm. Um, but this this is uh, you know how you gave the warning about the torture. This is another one that deserves a warning. There might be some trigger some triggers here for people who have been um, kidnapped or raped or uh, assaulted in any way. There, hmm. this this could be triggering. Uh, I would just say that it is also it can be empowering if it's a situation that does not bother you, mm. uh, because he talks a lot about be, uh, people being fearful and a coward. And she proves that she is afraid. Okay. But being afraid is not the same thing as being a coward. She is not a coward. She is strong and she handles it. All right. You got any you got one more uh, on on your. Uh, yeah. Honorable. One mentions? more. Yeah. Yeah. Do one. This more. is uh, strange, but true. It's really a thriller, and I think Alone is probably a thriller too. So they're horror thriller, you know that subgenre there. Mm. Strange but true is new to Netflix, I think. So it's 2019, but it's new to Netflix. Mm-hmm. It is kind of misleading in a way. You don't know if it's an immaculate conception movie. This woman shows up pregnant five years after her um, baby's dad is dead, 
Damn. And she oh. goes to the family oh, and she God. says, this is your son's baby. And so was there an immaculate conception situation? Is it magic, ghost, alien? Was there a posthumous uh, sperm retrieval? Or is there something more sinister going on? Some cray cray. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. So, Dicey, how, how can folks, uh, first of all, I mean, we'll, we'll uh, recap it as we always do um, your mentions on on the podcast page. But uh, how can how can folks connect with you? Uh, you got some stuff going on and, and, you know, your books are still out there. Uh, what's the best way for people to connect with you? OK, thank you uh, for the opportunity to be oh, here again. I absolutely time. love coming on here, talking about these movies and um, the and I just love horror. And anytime I get a chance to mix sex and horror, I'm all about that, too. That's what we do on the podcast. Uh, so in terms of my books, uh, my website is diceygrinnerbooks.com. And I'm all over social media at Dicey Grinner. It's D-I-C-E-Y-G-R-E-N-O-R. That's it. Cool. Very cool. Y'all, y'all give it up. Y'all give it up for, for Dicey. And oh, thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. I thought you were gonna come up on camera, but you're doing the Tanya B on this t- uh, today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me, Tanya. Leave me alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Dicey, hey, you, you're more than welcome to come on anytime. And um, you know, if we hear any anything else, especially about Lovecraft Country, uh, I may reach out to you and, and call you back in. But I think it's gonna be a while before that comes back. You know, a couple, probably a year or so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. You're yeah, always welcome to come back. Production. Just reach out. Let us know. And uh, y'all, Dicey again, Dicey Grinner. You can you can reach out to her. We'll have her information on the podcast page. And uh, let, let's take a quick break, and we'll come back uh, with that Tanya B T. And uh, we'll be right back. George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, William Green, Sandra Bland, Orlando Castillo, Alton Sterling, Tatiana Jefferson, Tamir Rice, Freddie Gray, Michael Brown, Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner. Vote Tuesday, November 3rd, because they can't. Oh, yeah, y'all. We are getting ready to vote. But, you know, before we... We get into our hardcore news. Uh, we gotta, we gotta do this. Now then, children, it's time for tea. <laughs> it's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Go on, do it, girl. What's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, know, you talked about voting, and I'm going to be a little serious this week. It was not quite a slow week in news, but I, you know, I, I only do like one ratchet thing. But you no, know, what I want to say is, um, for those of you that have not caught on to this year have one last chance have you um guys watched uh zoom where it happens at all on tuesday nights which one now what is it oh the zoom zoom where it happens and what they're doing hmm. um is taking i guess repurposing and re-imaging some of the best sitcoms for people of color uh, in order to raise awareness about, of course, voting rights and, and also issues about uh, that involve women of color. Anyway, it's presented by Ava DuVernay and Kerry Washington. And um, this Tuesday, the 27th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern time, uh, you can just Google either Zoom where it happens or you can go to Michelle Obama's uh, When We All Vote site and what they're re-imaging this week on the finale of Zoom When It Happens is a different world. So, of course, you know, Debbie Allen is involved and um, Yara Shahidi is the host. Now, when they re-image, they don't get the entire original cast. She may get one or two people here or there, but it's going to be interesting 
because in uh, on this Tuesday uh, with Debbie Allen, uh, she's playing Adele Wayne, who was originally played by Patti LaBelle on A Different World, the TV show. But uh, Debbie Allen's going to play Adele Wayne. Uh, Tessa Thompson is playing Kinu, who was the ex-girlfriend <laughs> of Dwayne Wayne. Um, there's a young lady whose name escapes me, who's playing Whit- Whitley, rather, you know, Dwayne, who eventually became Dwayne Wayne's wife. And uh, rapper Lil Yachty is playing Ron, who was Dwayne Wayne's best friend. So then in the past, they've done um, 227, they did Sanford and Son, and they then with uh, what Salonate, Sala, uh, them, and Alfie Woodard, and uh, it was Tracy Ellis Ross and well, I forgot the other person. Anyway, they, anyway, they did the Golden Girls. Hmm. So, um, you know, and a lot of big name people like the people I, I listed and other A-listers like Cedric the Entertainer, Gabrielle Union did um, an all black re-imaging with some other folks of Friends and Dwayne Wade also joined in. So, uh, Zoom where it happens. Go to Michelle Obama's When We All Vote. Um, finale is this Tuesday. And uh, it's really just to educate people and motivate people and, and it just keep it the top of mind why, you know, it's yes, it's critical because we're in an election year, but you also have a lot of other races like you got some what some Senate, some House, some Congress, and that all will make a real big difference because at the end of the day, when it comes to making those decisions. Yep, yep, yep. As somebody else refuses to believe, it's not all about what the president does with the power of his pen. So, so. true. So true. So true. And yeah. I might also want to remind folks, uh, don't believe the hype. There are a lot of death hoaxes that go on. Uh, Eddie Murphy, I think, has died three or four times. And <laughs> yesterday there was a death hoax that came out about singer Angela Bofill. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, Angela Bofill is not dead. She is very much alive. And if you remember some of her songs back in the day, oh. I try for the love of you and this time I'll be sweeter mm. and, you know, something about you. She really was doing it and she was a you know, very prolific and talented songwriter. Yep. Um, unfortunately, in uh, 2006 and 2007, back to back years, she had uh, debilitating strokes, so she's not able to sing anymore. Yeah. But, you know, she can still speak somewhat and she's still got her sense of humor. And, you know, if you're a super fan, uh, you can go to uh, YouTube and check out the Angela Bofill experience. She has some of her closest friends like uh, 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 Phil Perry and Mesa who sing her songs. And she just takes you like a little journey through her life. And I just want to say five on it to her good friend, Will Downing, who um, you know took to social media and let folks know, you know, this thread is not real. You know, he actually speaks with her as he's talked about when he was on the podcast with us mm-hmm. because she he covered two of her biggest hits. I try and this time I'll be sweeter. Yeah. And um, he said he spoke with her manager and it is not true. So yeah, and she the is really R and B jazzy the way it was in the eighties when R and B was yeah. like the golden age, one of the golden ages. Yeah, and I said she came out in the late seventies. Like mm-hmm. late seventies was Angela Bofill, I mean Phyllis Hyman, who yep. kind of came from that jazzy, the Pharaoh Sanders, uh, you know, uh, I guess crew and whatnot. So yeah, those um, two women. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, okay, now we'll just buy uh, here's some ratchet for you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, just that if you haven't heard, uh, it was a big headline. I think it was really super sensational. Sensational. It was overdone. They overdid it. Yep. Sensationalized. That's the word I wanted to use uh, about offset being stopped. 
Um, what the real story I've come to learn is, or most of it is, um, he and Cardi B were driving separate cars through Beverly Hills. And, you know, you see people that look like them driving, you know, Bentley SUVs and, you know, Maseratis and very expensive cars. Of course, that gets everybody's attention. Yep. And uh, the cops pulled him over because someone claimed as he was driving through a Trump rally <laughs> that he was waving a gun at people. Hmm. And I was like, Lord, please don't let him have a gun. He's already got, you know, these felony charges and, you know, he needs to stay on the straight and narrow. But it was actually Cardi's cousin, Marcella, who had the gun and who was subsequently arrested for carrying a loaded gun in public. So offset. He didn't do it. He's innocent. Yeah, they don't need it. They don't need any more. They got they're going through enough. Um, Then stay out, stay out of the way. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I want to send prayers up to singer Kelly Price, who's mourning the loss of her mother. Uh, Actor Robert Redford lost his son, age 58, which is relatively young. He had um, liver and bile duct cancer. And we want to send recovery prayers up. Jacksonville, Jacksonville, Jaguar. Our running back, Raquel Armstead, got COVID. They're not putting these players in the bubble. Like, how many pe- plays did you hear that were in the NBA that got not that many sent home for, for COVID? Oh, you know, but the NFL just all, did it so much Every week there's some, another player I mean, that's NBA. coming down with COVID. They got to, yeah. you know, uh, what do you, um, reschedule the games and postpone them, and this person can't play, and they got to test people. And That's the new NFL. Yeah, I just think the NBA did it so much better. So much better. Well, but it's much easier for them. That they the season over, they don't have so many teams. Yeah. How many how many people you got on your team? Yeah. Yeah. So, so uh Philly, but Philly had plays with COVID. Yeah, mm-hmm. Cam Newton had, had COVID, then somebody else got COVID, and even the college football. Um no, it's at nineteen players. I don't know how many you have on a team, but that's gotta be at least one third of that team and the coach had they got COVID. Hey, fine, so, fine. Did, did the yeah. whole Falcons team get COVID? They no. should. At least they'd have an excuse. <laughs> That'd be a wishful thing. I take, I take that back. I'm very sorry. I know. I, I know. On nobody. No, I'm I just wish saying. Nobody. I'm very sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'll take it. <laughs> They're just playing. I mean, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to, you know, we tape our show on Sunday. So most of their games are like early you. games. So we have to suffer the aftermath when we come on here trying to be cool. Yes. and trying to yes. do a show. We have to suffer. I'm trying to, suffer. I'm trying to man up. I'm There's trying a, to man up. Trying to man up, rise up. <laughs> All right. I, and I, Okay. Howard, one of our Smurf buddies. Sorry, dude. Hush up. Hush up. Hush up. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> what you got next? What you got next? I know. And speaking of COVID, you know, I, you know, I love Ti. I love what he's, you know, what he's really kind of morphed into, and you know, people listen to him, and he is an influencer. But I think he made a grave mistake, and here is why. Yeah. Um, last week he dropped a new CD, and I think. You know, he has enough of a brand where he doesn't really have to do the most anymore. Mm-hmm. But one thing I, I have to just throw him shade on is that he had a release party for his new album and the place was packed. I'm talking about you would have thought it was, you know, the mosh pit at a concert. Yep. Nobody had a mask on. Nobody was social distancing at all. Mm. Gotcha. Well, he yeah. knows better. Yep. But wait, there's more. Okay. What else you got? Let's do one more. Then, no, then he turns up. Then he, that was last week. This week, he goes to 21 Savage's 70s birthday party, and I don't care how fly he and Tiny looked. Again, they're in another space without social distancing, not wearing masks. I predict he may have COVID for Thanksgiving. I don't think he'll come out and say it, but 
that that was really less than smart. Yeah, well, what's Very, that about? I mean, after the criticism from last week and coming back and doing this kind of doing the same thing at somebody else's right. party, what is that all? Dumb donkey, stupid. He he is the dumb donkey of the week. Mm. Yeah, that's surprising. That is surprising. Right. What else you got? And lastly, I want to tell you about uh, you know, respect. There is the TV movie with Cynthia Erivo. Then there is the, the big screen version was Jennifer Hudson and Marlon Wayans, which is done, has been done. They got it done just before COVID got bad. But then this whole thing with um, the genius Aretha uh, TV movie on National Geographics and supposedly Clive Davis is involved in that. And it seems like that movie may never get done because, again, they've had to shut the uh, set down for COVID. So I don't know if that will ever see the light of day. Mm. And again, I know no shade to Cynthia Erivo, but Aretha Franklin personally selected Jennifer Hudson to play her in this movie. And just from what I've seen of it, it's going to be all good. And I don't know if any... Cynthia Erivo's genius Aretha might, you know, National Geographic, yes, they have the TV uh, channel, but it just may go straight to video. We'll see. I mean, straight to streaming. Um, And then lastly, in the um, Shut the Flock Up uh, department, that goes to Waka Flocka, who claims he endorses Cheeto 45 and says that he is better than Obama. Okay, you know what? And 50 Cent, same thing. Dumb donkey of the week. I'm supporting Trump. I don't care if he doesn't like black people. But then when it hits 50 in his pockets and 50 becomes 15, it's going to be very different. Then we still have, you know, the clowning of Ice Cube and Kanye West. Yeah. It's just the toxic brothers. Toxic brothers unite. (laughs) What is that all about? It's like, where's Queen Latifah to come and just beat the stew out of them? Where's Lady Array? Just come knock the beef stew out of all of them and make them just... I just think just just, everybody's just going to lay low until after the election and get through this. You know what? The ladies are being smart. Yeah, I agree. I agree. my, My last one, uh, less than smart, is still, I just say Tamar Braxton. Her name should have been like Drama Arena because she knows how. One thing she can do, she can sing and she can bring drama. And she's still uh, bashing WeTV. And it's interesting because that was her last paycheck. So now what is she doing for money? Because she has no record contract. She has tax issues still. She's known for not paying her bills. She can't tour. And in order to even do that, you need to hit record and you need money to pay the people to, you know, write the song, produce the song. So, you know, she really is, maybe she's getting um, pandemic unemployment. But, you know, she's talking about um, how we TV is just um, creating a toxic environment and really causing drama amongst her family. Now, you remember when she had her alleged suicide attempt, uh, and I, I talked about this, and I'm like, okay, this is a bit much doing the most yes her sister showed up to see her but so did the cameras from we tv so you know that they're there so do you say no 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 you must go you must go but then again you don't control the narrative in that situation and and then allegedly um at trina braxton's wedding um poor also when tracy braxton apparently she got into it with tamar at trina's wedding and uh, split her wig and pulled it off and almost broke her hand and I don't know if we cameras were there at that time but if they were the Braxons have given them enough content for an entire season so you know T- Tamar you know she says she wants to heal privately but she needs to stay off social media yeah she kind of pushing herself into irrelevancy because man who cares kinda. people people are like kinda. you know I just don't, you know, you're pushing your, your, with all the craziness, people are forgetting about the music. So, I, my you know. point, she's not, she, irrelevant, but the relevancy she gets is not going to help her, it's not going to help her financially. It's not going to help no. her, yeah, it's not going to help her music career. Yeah, I agree. Right. I agree. Well, Tell you, B, what else you got? Music career. 
what else you got? We creep them up, up on that top of the hour. You got anything else? Okay, uh, I'll just I say, just, did, did anybody watch SNL last night with her and Adele? Yeah, I do want to, you know, I wanted to make a comment on that. Um, Please do. Adele was cool. Uh, her was cool. I just don't think SNL is funny anymore. I don't know what's up with the writing, but it's just, you know, they had a good opportunity. And, and you know, I thought Adele did a, a, a good job because she's not really an actress. You know, she hadn't really done a lot of acting, but and so right. I think she yeah. did well, but you know, I'm, I'm just I'm just wondering what y'all think. What y'all think? Four one three five five six nine five four six. Is SNL still fun? I mean, it's hit or miss, man. It's just not consistent anymore. Yeah, and I guess you know, right now it's like we don't. You know, we need a reason to laugh just a little bit. That'll make you laugh just a little bit. My favorite, of course, I love Weekend Update, but yeah. really my favorite skit was uh, when Adele was they did the parody of The Bachelor and Adele yeah. would yeah. sing her song, which was interesting. Yeah. And um, the only other thing I liked was when they did the cease and desist parody with the Village People. I thought yeah. that was pretty fun. Yeah, it's just uh, you know even. That was, it's like, usually it's a it bunch of things. It was just yeah. those two things. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I don't know. Is it the writing or what? I'm I'm curious what y'all think. Uh, also, you know, just a couple of things real quick. And this just came down, you know, Salento speeding 143 miles per hour on I-85 in ATL. What is that all about? And, and you know, it was like 3 a.m. DeKalb County. They pull him over doing 143 miles per hour. You know, so then he actually stopped to talk to the cops. Then oh, he, he pulled over. Face. He stopped at 143. I, my ass would have just kept going. <laughs> I'd still oh, be right. going. Like, <laughs> Which, okay, so let's dissect this real quick. Not too much though. You pull we over because you stunt because you want attention because nobody's watching you whip or nene anymore. Yeah. Now, had he been up there in Gwinnett? Or up in uh, was it Henry Clayton, no, Henry County, Gwinnett? You know, up north. Yeah. You'd have been reading about him on the news in another way. So I think that it's just a, a, a too much too soon. Is it mental illness? I don't know if he has any issues with any type of addiction, but, you know, he goes into the dumb donkey stupid category. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. And real quick, I'm, I'm just going to wrap it because we're getting ready. To, uh, you know, first of all, big kudos and thanks to, um, you know, Dicey for stopping by. Yes, I'm definitely going yes, through yes. her top 10. Uh, she does it every year. Uh, and I'll make sure her contact information is on the on the podcast page. Just real quick, y'all. Uh, you know, I do recommend Bad Hair. I know we kind of picked it apart um, <laughs> for the effects, but but still, it's a fun watch. It is at home. And it's a fun watch, huh? So what? And be, and be patient and stick with it. Yeah, that's it. You got to be patient and stick with it. But right. but it is a fun watch. It is a fun watch. Also, I don't know. This is crazy, and it's not. But but. Uh, Borat, Borat, <laughs> two. Oh, Borat, the one that got uh, Rudy Giuliani oh, messing yeah. with him on Amazon <laughs> Video. Uh, is, he just clowned him. That's why they're mad. He clowned the hell out of them. You know, he punked making Georgia bad. That's all I got to say. And and it was just it, it's it, it's not even it's it's kind it's gross the way it was done. And and then the the Rudy Giuliani <laughs> thing. Is really kind of, I mean, that's borderline. I mean, I'm, I'm just like, what was dude preparing for? And, and you have to see it. I'm not going to give it away. Um, he was tugging, trying to tuck his shirt and his oh, belt or no. something ridiculously. Oh, no, dude. I don't get that, but we'll see. Also, I think is the uh, season finale of Fargo. 
on um I think we got uh I think we got uh one two but yeah another that's next week one more week one more week love and Fargo yeah. I mean I'm I'm just you know and aren't you glad yeah I mean it's like yeah. it makes you uh, let me ask you this mm-hmm. Go ahead. do you now look at Chris Rock differently after seeing him in Fargo no I think Chris Chris has always had it you could see you could see it in Chris when back in New Jack City when he was trying to be the Pookie trying to play the Pookie role. <laughs> You know, with the pipe. (laughs) So so he always had it in him. It was just the opportunity to do something Mm -hmm. like this. And, you know, the fact that he took the opportunity, I think it's a good move because I think it might lead just like you see a lot of other uh, comedic actors like uh, Jim Carrey and some of the other cats go on to do dramatic stuff. I think it's going to open some other doors for him. So I'm I'm excited that he's doing it because he's got a lot. I mean, you know, he's, he's got a lot of great experience. You know, and and he's he's very real about what he does. So you know, I'm ex- I'm excited for him. I lo- I love it. I love it. it. It's it's a good watch. It's one of the most surprising, kind of a surprising thing for me to watch this this season. Fargo. I wonder if his new girlfriend's uh, his uh, acting coach. Yeah, well, you know, you you got to hear him talk about his divorce proceedings and what he goes through. With, you know, it's just Chris is a trip. And and this the the funny thing is the stuff he said he took. Uh, to make money to to meet his alimony is is hilarious. I mean, the whole it's just funny. probably top five because that was a buster. God, he, he goes through the list of things and said, "Oh, did that for alimony." Oh, you know, it's, it's it's hilarious. It's funny. It's funny. He, he should have fought a model cheaper to keep him. Cheap, uh, you know, you know, Chris. <laughs> I think she was done with him. It was, I mean, yeah, yeah, but was then good. he came out and talked about you know some people that were quite that are quite well-known actresses of color that he yeah. uh, cheated on his wife with. And I'm sure they weren't very happy about that either. Cherry yeah. Washington. <laughs> oh, there you go. Hey y'all, but real quick, and then we're going to wrap it. Um, just a couple of notes, man. I didn't know this. You know, we've had like 51 million people vote so far in the 48 States and DC and 49% are Democrats, 28% Republican, 16% uh, didn't indicate a party at all. And then 7%, uh, or other, but that's amazing. And there are more black voters who voted in Georgia so far, like 201,889 or, you know, 202,000 than have voted in the, in, in all of the 216 presidential election. And that, I, I just wow. think, you know, I'm gonna give, I'm hard on Georgia sometimes. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give, you know, y'all black folks in Georgia some, some props and, you know. Oh, you know, I voted and I got the I receipts. Vote. Yeah, I got my receipts too. So, <laughs> yes. and, and we still got nine days left as of the taping of this podcast. So kudos, you know, kudos for folks for, for, for turning it up. They turned up, turned out. So cool. You know, always give us a call 413-556-9546. Would love your feedback. And y'all know, y'all know, y'all know, you know, you know. What time it is right now. We got to do it. You know, I didn't come here to preach to you today. Here's your inspirational moment with Vi. All right, Vi, what you got? Let's wrap us up. Close us out. On my bad days, I seek you. On my good days, I thank you. On my great days, I praise you. But every day I need you. Thank you, God, for always being here for me. Amen. Amen. Do your thing, Vi. Tanya B, as always, uh, thank you for what you do and you bring it, bringing it to the table. Again, big thanks to uh, Dicey Grinner. Uh, again, DiceyGrinner.com. We'll make sure her information is on the podcast page. Vi, all y'all who listen, um, what's, what's my boy? What's my boy out in Dallas? 
Thank you so much for the feedback. Uh, K-Dub, K-Dub, thank you so much for listening, oh, man. I appreciate all the K-Dub feedback K-Dub you do. already yeah. took to social media. He <laughs> yeah, is on already. it. K-Bug we have a super fan. Yeah, we already went over <laughs> a couple of minutes. Uh, also, also, you know, my smurf. You know who I missed? By I missed Slick. I, I, I got to say what's up to, to my, my old roommate in college who, who checks out the show as well, Slick. And again, you can oh, yeah, check us boy, out. My boy Tim told me to tell y'all what's up. Yeah, absolutely. And and if you don't catch us live, of course, if the, the podcast is available um, every every Sunday night by 11 o'clock and definitely, you know, throughout the week, you know, on, on castropolis.net. All right, y'all, with that said, uh, thank you so much, everybody. We're not going to see you until after Halloween. So have a safe, uh, if you celebrate it, have a safe Halloween season. Take care. Don't do kids. it. <laughs> Wear your mask. <laughs> Wear a real mask. Don't do it. <laughs> don't don't, don't do take it. candy from strangers. <laughs> don't take candy from anybody this year. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> right, Just, say no. Just say no. That's right. That said, episode 56 <laughs> is in the can, y'all, and we are out of here. Peace. Peace. Oh, boy. <laughs> You've been listening to the G-Podcast. With your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.